This is the KOTO Community Radio News for Friday, February 25th. I'm Julia Caulfield. In today's headlines, Telluride searches for a new town manager, a day in the life of a miner with Vinton Cole, Listening Club gets to the point, and a mountain weather forecast. The town of Telluride is one step closer to having a new town manager. In a bustling Sheridan show bar on Thursday, four candidates vying for the job met with the public. Scott Robson currently works as the town manager for Vale. He notes he works for a great community, but there's something that sets Telluride apart. I'm born and raised in Colorado, outside of Boulder, and I've uh, been coming here since I was a kid. Um, and uh, quite, a, quite a few trips, you know, both climbing, skiing, riding, just over the last decade in particular. And it's just on that very short list of, you know, amazing places in North America, frankly, where my wife and I would love to settle in and just become a part of the community. He says as town manager, he aims to be a member of the community, present to listen and advocate for what it wants and needs. Robson highlights housing, environmental action, and tourism management as key areas to focus on. Guest services is, uh, you know, important to every ski town, and I think helping find the right mix of um, from guest services to um, sustainable destination um, planning, uh, maybe as opposed to uh, the old terminology of uh, marketing or, or tourism marketing. I think there's a real shift there that um, Telluride is probably hungry for, it seems like, as we all face unprecedented visitation uh, from around the world, frankly. Um, and so I've got a lot of experience and, and interest, certainly, in that sustainable destination planning. Robson holds a bachelor's in environmental design from the University of Colorado and a master's in community development and regional planning from the University of Oregon. Kevin Hall lives in Durango and works as the assistant city manager and managing director for community development. He's worked for the city for over two decades. I had my eye on Telluride all those years and the stars kind of aligned with this most recent uh, opportunity that came. I had told and uh, my crew and, I, and uh, my wife and I made an agreement that we wouldn't drag our kids all over the place so I could have a different job in a different place. My youngest just left for college, so my opportunity is now. He points to the wastewater treatment plant, the gondola, and housing as important issues to tackle, but he notes his love for work in town administration is getting to see actions on those issues come to fruition. When you're in the local government, you get to know the people, you build great relationships, you actually see the fruits of your labor happen fairly quickly, uh, where uh, the council might have a, a vision of something and in a couple of years it's on the ground. And that is super satisfying and uh, that's really what I like most about it. Hall holds a bachelor's in public administration and political science and a master's in urban planning from the University of Wisconsin. Joseph Kirby works as the county administrator for Benton County in Oregon. He's worked in local administration for nearly 20 years, including as Montrose County Manager. 
He says he's excited to come back to the Western Slope. I have lived up and down the Western Slope of uh, Colorado and have managed uh, in many different communities, both cities and counties, uh, on the Western Slope. And I think Telluride is the crown jewel. It would be a privilege to work in a community that has the energy, the vibrancy, uh, the natural beauty uh, like, to, like Telluride has. It's just amazing. He notes his experience working in city and county government and business qualifies him for the job, but it's his ability to connect with the community that will help him excel. I try and maintain the highest standards of integrity and ethics and credibility, and so building trust uh, and respect with city council, with community members, uh, with uh, employees in the organization. It's really one of my strengths uh, because I really focus on building relationships and honoring and maintaining uh, and respecting those relationships. Kirby holds a bachelor's in sociology from the University of Colorado and a master's in business from Webster University. Finally, Greg Sund is currently serving as interim town manager for the town of Telluride. He previously worked as the city manager for Trinidad, Colorado. He hopes to continue bringing departments together to help move Telluride forward. A lot of times in government it's easy for departments to get siloed and not communicate with each other. And I think a big part of being town manager is breaking down those silos and encouraging all of the departments to see how issues flow back and forth between them. Because most of the time when you have a big project it involves more than one department. If he continues on as town manager, he wants the community to feel comfortable coming to him with their thoughts and concerns. I've really enjoyed getting to know the people of Telluride, and there's a whole lot more that I have the opportunity to meet. So um, I encourage people, if I'm selected, to come in and visit and let me know what they think about different things. Um, walking in the front door of town hall shouldn't be something that they're reluctant to do. I encourage people to do that. Sund holds a Bachelor's of Science from Black Hills State University and a Master's in Public Administration from the University of South Dakota. Telluride Town Council held interviews with each of the candidates on Friday. Council will announce a decision on the hire in the coming weeks. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Basketball is on the docket this week on A Day in the Life of a Minor. Telluride High School's Vinton Cole brings the latest. This is Vinton Cole on your sports update. Boys varsity basketball lost to the Ignacio Bobcats 62-52, but won to the Ridgeway Demons 54-46. They played against the Dolores Bears yesterday. They are headed to the playoffs since they got at least five wins. They are still fifth in the league. Girls varsity basketball lost to the Ignacio Bobcats 61-13. They have a game against the Alave Pirates today at 6 p.m. Well, that was very short, but that was your update for the week. I'm Fenton Cole reporting live from Telluride High School, and we'll see you next week. This Monday, the Wilkinson Public Library holds its monthly listening club. It's like a book club for albums. Jill Wilson will lead the February club about her album of choice, The Point, by Harry Nielsen. 
KOTO spoke with Wilson about the album. I grew up with this album. Um, mostly I grew up with the movie. A lot of people know it as the movie, not the album. But the album came first. It's a very conceptual piece. It's one of those films and one of those albums that I feel like I connect on a deeper level when I meet somebody who knows about it. <laughs> it's one of those, if you know, you know things. You know about the point. And you have this instant connection. You can listen to the album and it kind of feels like you're watching the movie because it's narrated by Harry Nelson. Land of Point. And that was because everything in the Land of Point had one. The whole storyline is kind of, there's this little boy that was born, Oblio, and he had a round head, but, you know, seems kind of normal, but he was born into a land of points where everything has a point. So he was instantly this outcast, and they wanted to banish him from the community because he was different than other people. Oblio became increasingly aware of his uniqueness, and so did everyone else, which made life in the land of point rather uncomfortable for him and his parents. You see, Oblio became sort of... And he had this dog named Arrow. And so a lot of people may not know that they... That they'll say that they don't know the album, The Point, but a lot of people know the song, Me and My Arrow, um, which you'll probably overlay right here on this track. It's one of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> and I hope that you go do it. Me and my arrow Straighter than arrow dog arrow has a point and he kind of helps him along um, through getting bullied and kind of this community who instantly outcasts him just because of the way that he looks. Nilsson explained his inspiration for the point and his quote is, I was on acid and I looked at the trees and I realized that they all came to points and the branches came to points and the houses came to points. I thought, oh, everything has a point and if it doesn't, then there's no point to it. So yes, it's a very psychedelic album and film, but um, just the underlying points are... <laughs> oh my gosh, how many times can we say the word point? And in the morning when I wake up, she may be gone, I don't know. Harry Nelson was a tenor with a three and a half octave range, and he was one of the first like pioneers of overdubbing and sound mixing. So he performed all of the vocal tracks on his albums. And so this is one of my favorites. One critic, not in the know at the time, published a review wondering why Nelson never credited his incredibly talented backup singers. Because <laughs> it was himself. <laughs> When I met my husband, Sam, <laughs> I asked him if he uh, had ever watched The Point. And this was, you know, when we first started dating and he said no. And I was like, well, if you're going to date me, <laughs> you've got to sit down and watch The Point with me. And it's kind of funny to, like, 
rope in a 40-year-old man to watch an animated feature <laughs> with you on a Saturday night or what have you, but, you know, it shows that true love, I guess. <laughs> I'm just interested, first of all, to see people who, who know about it and are as excited about it as I am, and then just, just sharing it with people and just letting other people be in the know. And then they're going to be one of those people like, oh, if you know, you know. <laughs> You've got to know the point. Joe Wilson will lead the February Listening Club about The Point by Harry Nielsen on Monday, February 28th from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Telluride Music Company. More information is available at telluridelibrary.org. Snow may be on the ground, but summer is in the air. Telluride Bluegrass recently announced a limited number of discounted Bluegrass Festival tickets will go on sale next week, specifically for San Miguel County residents. To purchase a local ticket, individuals must show proof of residency with an ID card or utility bill. Tickets will be on sale in person at the Telluride Music Company at 10 a.m. on Friday, March 4th, Organizers say the reason behind the local tickets, because Jack Black says so. According to the festival, Zach Tucker, Bluegrass Director of Operations, will also be on site to spill the beans about a few new additions to the lineup. Telluride Gay Ski Week is officially kicking off this weekend. The week of festivities will feature a welcome party on Saturday at the Liberty, daily après skis, dance parties on the mountain, and a closing party next weekend. KOTO Radio and Gay Ski Week will also bring the funk at a disco dance party at the Transfer Warehouse on Friday, March 4th at 5 p.m. The daily Gay Ski Week schedule is available at telluridegayski.com. Governor Jared Polis announced Colorado is moving to a new, less restrictive phase of the pandemic response because of rapidly dropping case numbers. The Democrat says fully vaccinated Coloradans should feel safe ditching their masks indoors and returning to their pre-pandemic lifestyles. Live your life. Don't feel guilty. You only live once. The virus isn't gone, but more than 90 percent of Coloradans have immunity and Omicron has proven to be less clinically severe. Polis says the state will work to recruit more healthcare workers and take steps to prepare for future variants of the virus. And those at higher risk should continue to take precautions. More than 81% of Coloradans have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine, and more than 90% are estimated to have a high level of immunity. On Thursday, Governor Jared Polis condemned Russian President Vladimir Putin for his invasion of Ukraine and announced the state of Colorado will welcome Ukrainian refugees. He adds the state will work to divest from any potential Russian state-owned assets and urge higher education institutions to review grants or projects they have with Russia. Colorado stands on the side of freedom and on the side of an independent and democratic Ukraine. War, violence, and chaos threaten the very foundations of the global economy as well as our national security. Polis goes on to say the actions are not against the Russian people, but rather the, quote, authoritarian Russian government. 
Colorado is home to about 11,000 Ukrainians. Over 100 demonstrators gathered at the state capitol on Thursday for a Ukrainian solidarity rally. The Bureau of Land Management wants to expand environmental protections around Chaco Canyon in New Mexico after the Biden administration first announced the plan last year. In the process, it would restrict new fossil fuel extraction over hundreds of thousands of acres. As KSJD's Lucas Brady Woods reports, it held the first public meetings about the proposal this week and is already hearing from concerned community members. At a series of three meetings, the BLM laid out plans to restrict new oil and gas leasing on more than 350,000 acres of public land around Chaco Culture National Historical Park. That's about a 10-mile radius around the park, which is in northwest New Mexico. Acting Farmington District Manager Chuck Schmidt emphasized the BLM's commitment to working with local shareholders. The agencies, the tribes, uh, interested parties uh, will have an opportunity to engage with us and, and other agencies as we try and make good decisions in the, in the greater landscape for Chaco. Schmidt said the BLM plans to hold two more hearing-style meetings about its proposal where the public will be able to make comments on the record. But some members of the public said officials aren't doing enough to get information on the proposal to tribal members who lack internet access or have language barriers. Another expressed concern about potential negative economic impacts on local communities. For more details on the BLM's Chaco Canyon proposal, visit blm.gov. A public comment period that started last month will continue until April 6th. The Navajo Nation officially opposes the proposed changes. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, I'm Lucas Brady-Woods. The National Weather Service forecast for the western San Juans calls for partly cloudy skies tonight with a low around negative 5 degrees. Saturday should be sunny during the day and clear at night with a high near 30 degrees and a low around negative 5. Sunday, expect sunny skies with a high in the mid-40s. Sunday night should be partly cloudy with a low around 15. This has been the news for Friday, February 25th. Thanks for listening. If you have a story idea or a news tip, call the news team at 970-728-3206. And now, a personal commentary. Hi, I'm Dina, and I was choreographer and assistant director for Telluride AIDS Benefit this year. And I just wanted to say a big, 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 big thank you from the bottom of my heart to my creative team, Sean and Molly, for the board, for the production team, for our absolutely amazing cast who put so much of their time, energy, and talent um, into this amazing production. It's been an incredibly enjoyable time that I've spent here. And I'm just very, very grateful for the community, for everybody who came to see the show, who supported it in, in any way. The onstage crew, the backstage crew, um, sound, light, video, photo, makeup, hair, everybody who was a part of it and everybody who came to see and support us and who keeps spreading the word and donating to this extremely important issue. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure working with you. Opinions broadcast over KOTO are those of the speakers. You are also invited to express your views after the news or on access each weekday at around 4 p.m. If you would like to comment, please contact a staff person here at Cutto. We encourage you to speak out on important public issues.